Welcome to the Rootbound Podcast, an honest plant cocktail hour. We're your hosts. I'm Emma. I'm Samara. And I'm Yelena. We're amateur plant enthusiasts, and we're here to chat about all things plants, life, and what to do when feeling rootbound. The dictionary defines rootbound as a plant having outgrown its pot so that the roots are cramped and tangled, stopping it from growing well. Sometimes we can get a little too comfortable in our nursery pots, and our lives become rootbound without even realizing it. As young women in Los Angeles, we're always looking for ways to branch out, up pot, and improve ourselves. So grab your favorite cocktail and let's get into it. Alrighty, here we are. Ladies, first episode. Uh, First episode. I know. This is kind of crazy. I'm so excited that we're doing this and hopping on the (laughs) opportunity to, you know, try new things and stuff after this quarantine season it kind of feels like a season after oh. all you know uh, it feels like an entire year <laughs> an entire year <laughs> it right has been. it's it, been I've so reawoken now that like work is kind of starting up again but this whole last what is it like six months now it's since yeah. march yeah oh my gosh it's since been a long time actual work like right and being yeah, locked down wow oh my goodness. half a year yeah, and I think and we're just now starting a podcast. And we're just now, I know. I think that's the thing, like, once we were in quarantine, you know, we were worried about all the stuff at the beginning and what was going to happen, and then we kind of got into this weird routine. Hey, don't mind any extra sounds. We are recording oh, are on we? our yeah, patio. Yeah, sorry, we're on our patio um, recording in L.A., of course, um, which if you subscribe to our Patreon, you can actually see us, um, which we call it plant pov and we actually record our episodes so if you are subscribed to our patreon you can actually see us in our patio surrounded by plants and dreamy lights and why are we in our patio because we're surrounded by our plants because this is a plant podcast it's a plant podcast amateur wise but we try we We try try. every day we're plant enthusiasts (laughs) (laughs) we try and uh yeah so let's get into it so our episodes we're gonna have a featured cocktail a featured plant we have a couple of segments and then we have kind of the meat of our episode so um this episode's called monstera the monstera deliciosa and the girl who bought a plant as you saw if you were just uh watching our plant pov or if you were listening to the clinks uh samara and Elena just <laughs> cheers <laughs> with the uh, cocktail of the episode this is after all an honest plant cocktail hour we're drinking the whiskey sour tonight it's so beautiful <laughs> you really outdid yourself it's, thank you it's amazing Gorgeous. i tried frothy it's so, kind of got a pinkish tone. It does. It it's time. the cherry. Mm-hmm. Oh. How did you get it so pink this time? So normally a uh, whiskey sour's garnish would be a flag, which is an orange and a cherry. But this time I put just a few little drops of the cherry juice. Oh. So that's what made it a little bit pinkish. Um, I like it. Sweeten it up a little bit. And yeah. the foam is from the egg white. The egg white, right. Which Wait. some people make whiskey sours with or without the egg white. Gotcha. Are we going to talk about the recipe now or should we say that that will be listed we should plug that so (laughs) if you are subscribed to our patreon or if you'll check us out on our website um which is the rootboundpodcast.com you'll be able to see our show notes which smar makes and they include some fun graphics and stuff and on them includes the um cocktail of our honest plant cocktail hour so you can make them along with us and you can have a little cocktail on your friday night too if you want um, if you are listening at the end of your work day or the end of your work week, please join us with a fun little cocktail. Some of our cocktails will be original classic cocktails and others will be little concoctions that I made myself. So. Yeah. Well, you are amazing. So <laughs> Thank you. Anything These you make is delicioso. <laughs> you. Like so the Monstera good. Delicioso. Like the Monstera <laughs> Delicioso, which is we our should. featured plant. Yeah. And why right. is it our featured plant? Right. So the Monstera Deliciosa, or the Mighty Monstera, as we call her, if you're watching the plant POV, is actually behind oh, me. It. Right can here. You can you see it? I don't know if you can see, but um, it's this big, huge Monstera that we inherited mm-hmm. um we kind of like stole it in a way from our car park behind yes. our um residence yeah and uh it was just kind of sitting back there and it was we in this big pot it. and yeah you saw it and you just stole it right tomorrow well, and this was before, <laughs> I, I have to say this was honestly before the start of getting into like home plants yeah like i, I never really cared about plants until 
just quarantine. Yeah. I'm watching videos of people posted. I had succulents, you know, in college, whatever. They would die. Mm-hmm. Trader Joe's succulents, you know, those <laughs> yeah. ones. Yeah, yeah. Um, and then it, it slowly got started. I don't know, Emma, like, how did we really get into yeah. wanting more plants? You know, it's kind and... of weird how it happened because we were living together before Yelena moved in with us. Mm-hmm. It, we're all roommates, by the way, so yes. we keep each other accountable as far as plant care and <laughs> self-care. <laughs> we try. Pretty much everything. Uh, pretty much everything. And um, I think, yeah, it was the beginning of quarantine that we really got into it. And I remember yeah. you saying that. You're like, it's so full. It's amazing. Like, let's bring it in but, and, like, see. And I was I wasn't really sure what it was, and it had been sitting out there for such a long time. Yeah. And I never really cared about it. Because I didn't... (laughs) Because I didn't know what it was. I was like, oh, it just looks like a, I don't know, a a modern Los Angeles plant. Yeah. Like, anything you would kind of see anywhere else. Right. Until I discovered that it was this gorgeous, like, Monstera Deliciosa. (laughs) And then, like, and then we just took it put it into our patio i hope no one's missing it i'm so sorry yeah, i'm sorry <laughs> if you for some if reason put it there on purpose your monstera <laughs> we just um, took it we did we saw it and yeah it was sad it, it was, was so full beautiful of cobwebs yeah beautiful it's the biggest plant we own right still now, yeah too. it's yeah. it's very mature and we've been able to take some cuttings from it too oh um, yeah we created really cool. like what we've two created some babies out of from, it from yeah, yeah yeah one indoors we've kept this one outdoors because it's it started been, outside started we didn't outside. know about bugs yeah whatever and i'm still a little worried about the one that we brought inside right we'll talk about pests another day <laughs> yeah <laughs> it's uh, a whole other episode yeah yeah but yeah so you know the monstera deliciosa kind of started out as our first house plant collectively mm-hmm. but given this this is our first episode of the podcast we wanted to talk about some firsts the monstera yeah. deliciosa was kind of the first plant for us uh-huh. um but a little bit later in the episode we're going to talk about our first cocktail experience and our first plant owning experience right, because this is a plant cocktail hour plant cocktail yeah. hour before we get into that i think it's really cool that during like quarantine completely separate i was like living on my own but we all got into plants yeah yeah all together like yeah. it just happened like yeah. i i think i was staying with my parents and i was doing a lot of like outdoor stuff with my mom and i mean they've always been like gardeners right um they do crazy stuff with their garden grow fruits and vegetables and everything because <laughs> yeah. they actually have a yard yeah they, have a yard. they don't California. live in the middle of la <laughs> yeah. with when just you, a patio when yeah. you live outside of la you can have a backyard <laughs> No way. Yeah. <laughs> Tell me more about this life you live. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, yeah, so like I got into plants and then like I think I started sending you stuff and you were already also on your own getting into plants. Mm-hmm. Definitely. So yeah. that was fun. Yeah, because when did you join us? You joined us in like August. So definitely was it August? It was uh end of July. End of okay. July, August, yeah. yeah. So definitely like more on the tail end of quarantine of our yeah. so. collection obsession <laughs> something <laughs> whatever you want to call well, it we were already all like gathering our plants yes. like ready you know getting what? ready <laughs> actually no so we kind of got into plants beginning of this year it wasn't even really quarantine because yeah. i remember when my mother was here <laughs> yes and we got the silver bag which will we will we yes will talk we'll about talk later. about later that yeah. was in february that was earlier i had just gotten surgery for my cyst in my jaw right and i was like we need we were we were talking originally about like we need more green in our life yeah and I, we were in whole foods of all places <laughs> and i saw this beautiful plant <laughs> yeah and i was like we need to get this yeah yeah so it really kind of started like not not even mm. during cord. I, I mean, had a couple of succulents before then, but never like house plants, like right. actual house plants. Right. Yeah. I want. I mean, say... a succulent is indeed valid, but it's we you know a succulent you can easily collect and just forget about. Sure. But other ones sure. you have to like truly maintain. So. But I don't want to give quarantine this like the well, credit this is the credit <laughs> of getting us started. Like it's, it's true. Been within yeah. the whole year. That's true. And but then that's just when just it exploded. Us... Yeah. <laughs> that what is... else were you gonna Being do? Home. That you know. Is... True. Yeah, that is true. Definitely. So, so yeah. no, I definitely, yeah, that was the beginning. Mm-hmm. For the beginning of it so all. I guess first plant, if we want to talk about okay, it yeah. first, yeah. was probably, it. not counting the Monstera, was, because I mean, that was kind of a collective thing. We right. were just sort of, I, I didn't like choose it for myself. Mm-hmm. Um, but 
the silver bay, which is a subspecies of Chinese evergreen, yeah. I guess, mm-hmm. was the first one that I really, first, like, indoor house plant besides the succulent. Mm-hmm. That was, like, my first plant. Yeah. And I don't know why it stood out to me so much. It was, like, I love, I I love big, thicker leaves. Yeah. I think we could... We all have our plant We have, like, our style. Yeah, our plant style. <laughs> but I I don't like anything too scraggly. I don't like anything not bushy. Like, I need it to be, like, thick. Full. Like, yeah. nice. <laughs> yeah. Beef. Like, your plant's nice and thick. Yeah. yeah. And, and then the, China, the Silver Bay leaves in particular are, like, such a nice, subtle, not, like, super vibrant green, mm-hmm. but kind of, like, a darker... And it kind of has, like, a pixelated pattern on it. it I don't it, know. Yeah, it almost looks like it's either painted or, like, it's a pixelated, like, photograph or yeah, something. Yeah, it's, like, like that, the way kind of, like, little squares yeah, on it. I, it's I don't so know. interesting. Mm-hmm. So that Definitely. was my favorite. And then discovering later on that it's, like, one of the easiest plants to take care of. <laughs> yeah. It just solidified my love for the plant Absolutely. immediately. Yeah. I, it was just... It was a match made in heaven. Like, thank you, Mom, for buying my first plant. Thanks, Mom. <laughs> I yeah. was hopped up on drugs. We were at Whole Foods. We were getting your matcha. And I was like, oh, plant. <laughs> so I got this, like, cotton swab in my mouth. Oh, like, my gosh. Not, 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 my, my roommates would really like it. Like, we should get, get it. it. And I was, like, texting you guys. Like, we're just like, look at my plant. <laughs> sure, okay. Yeah. <laughs> and then, thank you, Mom. Thank you for um, inspiring this love of plants. <laughs> she was just like, whatever, it's 20 bucks. Just put just it in the cart. Go like, for it. Oh, thank you. Thank you. Oh, my gosh. So that's awesome. I yeah. love it. That's my favorite yes. plant. That's awesome. Which, thankfully, time. like, if we're going to talk about, like, hashtag plant struggles or hashtag plant fails the silver bay is definitely a good plant to get if you're kind of a beginner and you want like a full plant because they can thrive in like the dargest corner of your space and and it'll be okay i mean i remember watching shout out to plantarina we'll talk about her we love her amanda amanda from plantarina has been our inspiration for plants but she i remember her specifically saying like I forget about my silver bay. Yeah, like, she's like, yeah. I forget about my Chinese evergreens all the time. Like, yeah. I don't water them regularly because they don't need to be. Like, right. you can leave them dry for quite a while. Obviously, don't, like, leave them dry forever, yeah. but... Mm-hmm. Um, you can let they them dry can, out and soak them yeah. or whatever. Mm-hmm. And, and they'll be fine, so... Totally. And this baby has grown. I mean, maybe we need to show, like, a before and after in the show <laughs> notes, but, like... As much as we can, yeah. I, yeah. You Seriously. have a before and after, yeah. yeah. I wonder. I probably do. Maybe. Probably in our old text messages. Mm-hmm. Yeah, <laughs> it's like, look at my plant. <laughs> uh, and there were struggles. I mean, I remember the first time I up-potted it, it was into a plastic IKEA uh, pot. Yeah. That had no like ear like like little holes in it for mm-hmm. drainage mm-hmm. yeah and i didn't know anything about like putting rocks in it or anything to kind of like help it yeah drain out water mm-hmm. so it just, it's a miracle she lived it, just, <laughs> it, it got moldy and oh, nasty no. i think i even made like instagram stories about it yeah because i was just like community help me help <laughs> oh, what i'm doing and then i finally went on amazon and bought like a real pot for it so totally. we're all good it's living thriving she's doing we love well. it she's great yes good. definitely oh and her name is bertha have we <laughs> bertha, <laughs> bertha the silver bag the silver bag because i right. want her to be a big bertha have you had any uh hashtag plant fails or struggles lately oh gosh so i don't know there there have been a couple so my favorite plant of all time is the fiddle leaf fig and i finally bought my own fiddle leaf fig from um what was that place mickey's mickey hargaday's like plant mickey's plants Mickey's in in weho west hollywood yeah Mm -hmm. Uh, and it's like a three, four kind of rooted fiddle leaf. It, it's pretty tall, mm-hmm. like three, four feet. Yeah, tall. three or four yeah, feet. Yeah, it's a, it's a good size plant. Yeah, no, it, it's beautiful and it was beautiful when I got it, but it immediately like started turning crispy and brown. And I think it was because I had it originally in my room and mm-hmm. didn't have a lot of sun. And then I brought it downstairs to, like, a window, like, a proper window-lighted area. And yeah. I don't know. It's just, 
all of the edges of the leaves have brown, crispy edges, and I'm, it, it makes me really sad, because... <sighs> I've seen I a lot of people struggle well. with that, though. <laughs> the fiddly thing. I yeah. think they're pretty... I mean, f- fiddly, if you can say. <laughs> they're they're yeah, touchy. Like, I think I, they yeah. need, like, a lot of light, but, you know, so right now in L.A., we're going through this, like, weird heat wave situation. Like, this weekend yeah. is supposed to be, like, the hottest weekend that L.A. has had in a while at, like, 112, like 112 degrees. Yeah. Like, so hot. And so I get worried because I have a majesty poem and I get worried that if I yeah. pull it outside for any reason right. that it's going to like dry out or burn well, or when we originally got our big plants we were like okay we're they're kind of failing maybe we need to bring them outside and then we yeah. notice burn marks right. like on mm-hmm. our plants I and think then, yeah one I peeled off because it was like fully crispy totally and if you're not like watering them all the time to keep up with that light and and like dehydration i guess then you know it turns into so much upkeep and then the plant kind of declines Mm -hmm. well i think for bringing them out like for if they're indoor plants and you're bringing them outdoors you have to train them for the sun Mm -hmm. so you bring Mm -hmm. them out like 30 minutes or even maybe less like a day slowly build up that tolerance Mm -hmm. to the sun yeah but then is that just to keep them out here? Because I don't think I would ever want to leave my fiddle leaf. I, I take it outside just to water. Yeah, mm-hmm. that is and if you if want I to transition them into outdoor plants. Fully yeah, you okay. have to kind of slowly mm-hmm. transition. Okay, yeah. gotcha. But I think gotcha. if you're just bringing it out to water, just have it be in the shade, not in, direct, sure. not in direct sunlight. Yeah, yeah. No. Like, watch well, it. Ugh. Well, we're all still amateurs. We're still learning. Yeah, if you have any fiddle leaf suggestions, you can write us at (laughs) thewoundboundpodcast.gmail.com and uh, give us some suggestions for the fiddle leaf fig, Um, especially if it's a big, nice, full boy, which uh, Samara's (laughs) definitely is. I like the full boys. (laughs) You like some full. Uh, Yelena, what was uh, your first plant story? Um, I think the first one that I can remember was this little tiny succulent that I bought at Target. And it was in this cute little copper metal, uh, pot. Yeah, it was just this tiny little succulent. And I bought it thinking it was real. Okay. And so I watered it. Thinking it was fake? I don't remember, actually, if I thought it was real or fake. I think I thought it was real. Okay. Okay. So I was watering it occasionally, probably too often. And then someone came over one day and told me it was fake, and they're, they, like, I, I don't know if they saw me watering oh. it or I told them about it. Wow. And they were like, no, that's fake. <gasps> and I'm like, uh. so I've been watering this fake plant. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> so was it? Fake it was well, fake? So then after they told me it was oh fake, I stopped watering it. Because right. I'm gotcha, like, I'm gotcha. an idiot. Yeah. I'm watering yeah. this fake plant. And then it started dying. So I was like, <gasps> no, it it's was real. real? <laughs> It was oh real. Oh my gosh. Let's just started watering uh, it again. Yeah. Eventually it died. I don't know. That was like. <laughs> Happened. I, I killed so many succulents. I don't. I didn't know how to even keep succulents uh, alive. Yeah, I no. loved them too dearly and watered them too often. Yeah. People always say <laughs> succulents, oh, they're the easiest to take so care easy. of. But I think that's only if they're outside. Like sunlight, mm-hmm. number mm-hmm. one, is the thing they need the most. Or like, like on a windowsill, they get whatever. a ton well, of Well, I think light. they're easy. If you forget to water them. Mm. Sure. But if you, like, are trying to care for them, and in the beginning you don't realize that yeah. overwatering is a thing. Mm. Yeah. Or, or, or sunlight. Yeah. I mean... Not enough sun, too much sun, whatever. If we're in college and buying succulents, like, we live in a tiny dorm that maybe has, like, a... I don't know. Barely has a window. Right. Like, yeah. Doesn't even have a window. And yeah. we're like, I'm going to put this in my bathroom. Yeah. Like, it's going <laughs> to die. It's going to die. Definitely. Like that guy the over there. Help it. Yeah. yeah, we uh, we keep trying to put succulents in our bathroom. Succulents. I think that just. Sometimes. <laughs> yeah, we had that plant yeah. living in the dark. Yeah. Like, it was dark in that one. There bathroom. are very few. I mean, nothing that is alive thrives without light. Yeah. I mean, you know, at the end of the day, plants are going to need light. Mm-hmm. Of course, some light, a little bit at least. Some require, you know, we always joke, it's like uh, indirect, what is the... What bright, is, indirect bright indirect sun. sunlight. Like most plants, like whatever, 90% of plants, it seems like, ask for bright indirect sunlight yeah. as their care requirements. Mm-hmm. So, you know, mm-hmm. every plant, even a succulent, even if it's advertised, is like, oh, it only needs like one hour of sunlight every day. I don't believe it. (laughs) They just want bright, indirect sun. (laughs) Definitely. It seems like the plants that are out here thrive 
the most than the ones inside. I mean, we could even talk about our Pylea yeah. differences. Yeah, our Pylea like, differences. Yelena gave us... Um, Some cuttings. The cuttings that were mm-hmm. the same size. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Emma put hers outside. I put mine on a windowsill. Inside. You did up-pot it, though. I did. I up-potted it because I wanted it to get really big because... Yeah. Um, and it did. It did, yeah. I saw a really cool one that's, like, really big from the top, and then it's the plant itself started growing through the holes of the nursery pot, and it, like, oh, re- wow. created leaves out the bottom, too. So it's, like, this full, like, rounded... Oh, wait, like, straight out of the bottom. Like, out of the holes in the bottom. What the yeah. heck? Yeah. Wow. It's, uh, Plantarina has it. Amanda from Plantarina, uh-huh. she has this plant, and I was like, I want that in my Does life. Does she have it hanging up? It's hanging, yeah. Oh, it's a hanging plant. So cool. I really wanted that to happen, so I potted it right away, which I don't think you're really supposed to do, that it can kind of overwhelm, right, right. like, new cuttings. Mm-hmm. But I went for it, and I stuck it outside, and... Yeah, where is it? It's is over it? there, yeah. It's doing That's pretty the one? well. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. It's grown so Should much. I get mine to just show the yes. people who are watching the video, like, the comparison? The difference. Look at it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. I will go get it, and you continue with story. <laughs> yeah, it's definitely, like, it makes a difference, light, and, you know, soil makes a difference in mm-hmm. all of those things, but I think the light really made the biggest difference. one direction Yeah, you can lot. see it's kind of, like, pointing towards one direction. That's, that is what I noticed, too, with them being outdoors, because I have the big, the mama Pylea that's mm-hmm. given birth to, like, ten different little babies yeah. already yeah. that I've given away. This needs to be outdoors. Look at, yeah. Look at the is. difference. Okay, if you oh my gosh. if you aren't subscribed to our Patreon and you're not seeing also, the plant POV right now. This just <laughs> Oh my gosh, just some more. My it's Pilea. Still wet, though. Feel it. Yeah. When was the last time you watered it? Um, fairly recently. But <laughs> if you're not seeing the recording right now, we, my Pilea, yeah, you guys yeah, can move a little bit closer. Here. My Pilea is about yeah. four inches tall, the tallest bit, and Samara's is about two. Maybe and mine's even five same inches. Same cutting sizes. Same same time. One was yeah. just indoors and one was outdoors. Yeah, the ones that are outdoors, they are very like perky. They stand straight up. They're yeah. like reaching for the sky. Yeah, definitely. That's so funny. Um, <laughs> so funny. Yeah, like the the mother plant that I have, and it's in my room. It doesn't get the best light. Sure. Um, the bottom ones, it's very round. The bottom mm-hmm. ones hang down versus right. these outdoor ones where they all Shoot just up. stick straight up. Yeah. It's definitely one of my favorite plants, the Pilea peppermoides. So I can't wait for it to get bigger. Grow, little boy. Yeah. <laughs> well, I yeah. can talk a whole segment about propagation. Yeah, we'll do that later. Because <laughs> <laughs> there's so much to say about propagating. But, totally. Um, and Emma. have you guys propagated very much lately? Uh... Let's go to your first But, yeah, we didn't hear your first. Oh, yeah. We'll go back to that. Okay. So, yeah, I remember, you know, like, I grew up with my grandparents being, like, farming people and my other grandma always having, like, a beautiful full garden and, like, a houseplant here or there, but I didn't really, like get into it until kind of college-ish time. I remember my aunt gave me a cutting of her spider plant and Mm. I kept it in my dorm room for like the whole year. I think this was like my junior year of college. I kept it around and then I went to Europe because I studied abroad and it was at my parents' house and I left it in like a my kid room and it died. So (laughs) it happens, you know. (laughs) I wasn't there to take care of it and people are busy and stuff. So that one died and then I remember getting a couple of succulents I think it was when we moved into the studio here in LA it was like a bit after graduating yeah our first apartment in LA I got a (laughs) Ikea (laughs) I got an Ikea succulent and I'm not sure to this day exactly what the succulent is but I still have it it's still alive it's like a a green kind of pokey succulent with um, white stripes on it so I have that succulent and that was kind of like my first plant that I remember Mm. So our first apartment was constantly getting fumigated because there were cockroaches. Oh god. And so there yeah, were it times so it was rough. It was so bad. It was the LA life that we did not sign up for. <laughs> um, but there were times where we would have to empty up or like or not empty up, but like 
empty our apartment and take yeah. stuff out of our apartment when we were getting fumigated. We'll or just like, put everything like away in and a on box. top of the bunk yeah. bed that we were on our bunk bed. On. Yeah. <laughs> so like you know we're struggling hardcore, and so when the fumigation day would come, we were going to work. So I remember taking this succulent with me to work, oh <laughs> and I kept gosh. it in my car because I was scared that the fumigation would kill it. So I kept it in my car, which I don't know if that was better or whatever. Mm-hmm. And then I would come back home, and I, it, you know the place had been fumigated however the fifth time or whatever and then we would uh you know kind of reset up our apartment again and I would set it back on the windowsill so it's kind of the the house plant that I remember getting in the beginning beside that's that uh propagation that my right. aunt gave me so Aww. and it was really cute the original propagation that my aunt gave me because she gave me a cutting and I stuck it in a watering can that was filled with soil so like the Aww, back end of the nice. watering can had like a spider plant coming out of that's it cute. so it's kind of cute but that's, yeah yeah it wasn't until this year that I went a little crazy now we have many many well, what many what was plants. your first quarantine my first quarantine plant what did i get like what was your first kind of like at this apartment yeah uh, which one was it i mean i had you had got the pothos from whole foods before that i think i was still just get kind of grabbing succulents here or there because i was kind of really? scared of killing things mm-hmm. Um, sure, and sure. then I, I got a cactus from the 99 cent store. Oh, yeah, <laughs> and it's still doing well, so don't <laughs> knock it. 99 cent store, buy your succulents or your cacti. Um, so I got the cactus, which I really like that cactus. I think it's called like a finger cactus or something. And then I think, I think it was a propagation that I was working on from a jade leaf. That I was that was yeah, growing. Okay. So I was growing. Is that the, the jade. one that grew into your huge plant? It grew into that big jade plant. Yeah. Oh. So I was propagating the jade leaf, and then after that, I started doing some research on the gram, and I was like, I want more. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so yeah. yeah. Then it was the string of pearls and the mm, silver right, satin right. and and the majesty. And you have a new snake plant. Yeah. Is that you got the when snake did you plant? Get that snake. That snake plant, I think I got... Was that from Home Depot? Mm -hmm. Like, we got them at the same time? I think we did, yeah. That was one of the first. I think that was my third, because I started naming my plant. Yeah, naming them. (laughs) And I called... I named my snake plant Tertius as, like, the third... The third plant. Like, the third son, so... Oh, I got that hanging plant that's dying. Oh, yeah. (laughs) That was what we were doing. But that that plant, I feel like it's okay that it's dying because it's an annual. Yeah. So we, Mm -hmm. like, I got it as something that was gonna hang yeah because I remember as a kid um or even like now going to the store like going to Home Depot or the nursery or whatever with my mom and getting the plants for Mm -hmm. spring or whatever or I guess it would have been in spring after the rain stops I'm from Oregon so the rain stops and then we go get our plants and we plant them in the garden and they're all annual so they kind of end up dying off yeah that's kind of the same in Minnesota where I grew up like I, we did not have any indoor plants mm-hmm. and but then in the summer we would go ham just getting yeah. like all of the potted outdoor annual plants totally and, then, and they die we're just like okay we live with it and throw them away yeah but kind of in this on. world of like house plants where they could potentially live for a very long time totally. it's like a whole nother you gotta be more specific you yes. gotta have your favorites yes you know? and you have to know your humidity level in your place you have to know how much light you can offer yeah. the plants like how many windows you have like your own habits like yourself if you're a really busy person you should probably get plants that don't need a lot of water like consistent watering all that mm-hmm. stuff you learn as you slowly kill them <laughs> sorry <laughs> sorry plants as you kill them I mean, learn off of here like they can grow forever most of my like regular basic looking pothos are from a 20 year old pothos which is insane yeah wow i brought it home in fourth grade i'm just guessing 20 i don't want to do the math right now (laughs) i was in fourth grade 28 now you'd probably be like more in third second because you're four years old in kindergarten. Right. Or like, five years old. Five years old in so kindergarten. So, maybe, like, 15 years ago? So, first grade is, like, six years old. Seven, second grade is, like, seven, eight. Yeah. You'd be really young. Young. But like so, I guess a little, little less than ago. 20 years. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah. I'm 28 right now. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Whatever age I was in fourth grade. Fourth grade. <laughs> I brought it home from school. It was, like, a science project. Like, the teacher bought, like... 
I don't know, 10 of them. And at, at the end of it, she's like, if you want to take them home, you can. And so I was like, oh, Father's Day is coming up. Okay, I'll take one home for my dad. Yeah, that's so And my cool. mom kept it and grew it. And, I mean, she, like, chopped it down throughout the years and... Uh, Cut it up and propagated it and stuff. Yeah. And then so when I moved out to L.A., she took a bunch of cuttings from it and put it in a pot and planted it for me and then gave Aww. it to me to bring it to L.A. with me. Aww. So then once that grew big, I took more cuttings off of it, mm-hmm. and now I have, like, two plants just That's off of that. crazy. Which the pothos yeah. just grow. Like, it you just can goes just and goes. <laughs> like, you can, as yeah. long as you leave, I don't know what the percentage is. There's, like, a certain percentage of foliage that you're supposed to leave on a plant so that it continue to, like, produce photosynthesis mm-hmm. and whatever to continue growing. But pothos grow so fast, you can just, like, cut up pieces and stick yeah. it in some water, put yeah. it in some dirt, you're good to go. Give it to your friend mm-hmm. as a gift. You know? I bought a pothos earlier on in quarantine mm-hmm. from Whole Foods. That was a giant, yeah. like, thick pothos. <laughs> yeah. And I beautiful. think I've produced two roughly, like, 15 cutting propagated plants mm-hmm. from it. We have one. Yeah. And then the other one I... <laughs> I uh, snuck back with me to Minnesota to give to my mom. <laughs> Which is such a cool story. <laughs> yeah. You, uh, I was always, st- I-, I was stopped at um, TSA and they were just like, what is wrong with your computer, like your your backpack keeps getting stopped. And then they open up my backpack and they're like, oh, um, there's a plant in here. And I'm like, yes, <laughs> yes, there is. Let Please. me go. <laughs> I, it's nothing illegal. I know it looks really fishy, but it's just it's just a plant. I need to give it to my mom. <laughs> I love her, and I want to give her a piece of California, because Minnesota is rough. <laughs> so, and I grew this, and I want to I give it to you. It, yeah, it came from my, it's a piece of yeah. California, my pothos, mm-hmm. that I want to give to my mom. So... It did make it, and I think it's thriving. I should get an update from my mom, but um, did that. And then, and then I did not stop there. I brought a plant home with me yes. from Minnesota. Yes. And once again, I was stopped at TSA in Minnesota as well. So, If you're traveling if you're, with plants, <laughs> expect to be stopped at TSA. <laughs> but you can do it. You yes. can bring plants with you. Yeah. Um, just know that you're probably going to be stopped. Maybe put it in the, like, bins that they give you. I always mm. just left it in my backpack because yeah. usually it's just electronics and whatever yeah. that you yeah. need to take out. But, <laughs> They don't yeah. mention that in the They don't it's mention, like, like electronics, liquids, houseplants. <laughs> <laughs> you see the icons for, like, laptop yeah. and, like, your, your camera. And then it's, like, a houseplant. Water they, yeah, 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 house they need yeah. to add Someone that Someone please make that really meme. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, and that yeah. introduced a new plant to the house because we it had never did. had syngoniums before. Yes. And that was a syngonium. Yeah. It was a pink syngonium. Mm-hmm. And I love it. It hasn't grown much more. Yeah. I'm trying to remember what it even looked like when I first got it. It was pretty small because I obviously brought it through TSA. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, it's it's in my bathroom. Yeah. And yeah, it's cute. It's I cute. really like it. Yeah, it's very I really pretty. Like syngonium. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. the pink syngonium is really cute. Yeah, yeah. I I'm trying to propagate a syngonium right now um, because I have I bought a syngonium after you brought your syngonium back. I bought it from Home Depot, which I think I prefer to get plants from a nursery. But yeah. I found some good plants at Home Depot. You just feel so sorry for there. them. I know. Yeah. I feel sad. I'm like, you guys <laughs> like, don't you look like you're doing love. well. Like I'm really sorry. Yeah. So I brought it back and then I put it in a hanger. Which if you want macrame plant hangers i make them on etsy move mac on etsy m-o-v-m-a-c um and i yeah so in my room i have a bunch of plant hangers because i make them um by hand and one time i was uh watering it and it had this kind of like trail piece that was coming off of it and um i think the soil that it's in is kind of like a succulent soil so it dries mm. out really really fast mm. like it doesn't retain water very well and um that piece just didn't look super good so i cut it off and i stuck it in some water so i'm waiting to see if it will propagate i hope it does yeah mm-hmm. i hope so you guys haven't gotten any new plants lately have you the mm. latest plant two plants that i bought was the ivy that's now adorning our living room oh right the ivy yes mm-hmm. it's a yeah. huge so ivy we're trying to kind of create like a archway <laughs> I don't know why I forgot about that yeah with viney bits 
And then I bought a Hoya, my first Hoya yeah. plant. Hmm. A hanging in my bedroom. Yeah, so cute. Do you have any? Recently, more? I went to, I did that trip to San Diego to, right. uh, was it Cordova Gardens? I think is the nursery. Shout out. We'll put you in the show notes. We'll figure out your name. <laughs> yeah. It's a really, really great nursery in San Diego that has like everything yeah. you could ever dream of. Yeah. Um, and I got my begonia, my polka dot begonia. Yes, which, which hashtag <gasps> plant struggles with okay. this boy. Okay, it's, 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 it's been a better. struggle yeah. because on the way home, it had a, a pretty new leaf that was still like very pink, like, but you know, it just, it was a new leaf. And I think it was in direct sunlight just through the car window. Mm-hmm. I had it on the back seat and it burned oh. so bad. So, like, the next day, I could already tell it was, like, shriveling up and dying. And it was still, it's still a tiny little plant, so it only had two leaves. Right. So, losing one leaf was yeah. really scary. And begonias are not cheap. Right. You said it was, a, like, one of the most expensive plants you it got. It was $18 for two leaves. For two leaves. For two leaves. And <laughs> it was in, like, a, like a little three-inch Yeah, it's a little pot. tiny three-inch. Yeah. Like, it was, Ugh. it's a tiny plant. Tiny. Right. I was like, and I do not buy expensive plants because I'm not experienced. I don't know what I'm doing. I'm still learning. (laughs) I'm terrified of them dying if I spend a lot of money on them. Yelena's a tiny plant lover. Yeah, tiny plant lover. House over here. So, Mm -hmm. yeah, Alama and I risk it for the biscuit. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, yeah. You guys buy the big plants. We got (laughs) a belly for palmy. But I like buying mine from the farmer's market where you can barter a little bit. So, Mm -hmm. try to get a little bit better deal. But, yeah. Yeah, along with the begonia, I did buy um, some carnivorous plants. Right. The carnivorous mm-hmm. plant Yeah, that game, was fun. Which I'm excited to do an episode just all about carnivorous yeah, plants. That's a whole other animal world. Other I themselves. know nothing about carnivorous plants, yeah. so do I need to get one before? <laughs> <laughs> you want to have two? I, mean, I did so much yeah. research, and I was just, like, amazed by... I mean, can you even propagate those things? I like, don't I know. know. I still need to do more uh, research. Yeah, I need to look it up more. Well, we'll talk yeah. more about it later. That's and if you have any episode. information about carnivorous plants, yeah. you can find <laughs> us. Let us the know. Podcast at gmail.com. Give us some tips. Oh, yeah. We need them. <laughs> and then on top of that, I bought uh, the kitty paw slash yes, bear claw succulents. They're my new favorite they're succulents. Really they're so, so cute. They're fuzzy. So yeah. I love to pet them like every day. <laughs> Give them some love. <laughs> that's so funny. It's like your plants are your pet. Yeah. At this point. Yeah. Pretty much. Check I definitely calmed down as far as like buying new plants lately. I've been yeah. just yeah. wanting to like maintain everything that's going on right now. And that's a good yeah. goal. <laughs> I tried to have too many. I'm, I'm at to that say, point too. Yeah. I just want to like make sure everybody's healthy and because everybody which I <laughs> Everybody tells me on my family. Um, and it's fun to propagate plants that you already have. Yeah. Um, on top of the fact that it's hot and the growing season, which I still don't yeah. really understand, but the growing season's kind of like getting We're less almost at the end towards of it. the end of it. Yeah. yeah. I need to understand more about like growing seasons, especially in Southern California and like climate and all that stuff. But I noticed that it is kind of towards the end. Mm-hmm. The one plant that I really do want, which is kind of the trendy plant at the moment, is the heart leaf string of hearts string of, of hearts. heart yes yeah, string of hearts i'm working on it yeah <laughs> yolena has one and if it grows we'll cut it up and propagate yeah. it <laughs> my mom bought bought it for me because she also got really into plants when i did too so that yeah. was a fun like quarantine Cute. bonding thing <laughs> um, your mom. yeah so Thanks, mom. i was i think i was telling her about it and then so she's all about like facebook marketplace and mm-hmm. she found um some for really cheap i think they were six dollars each yeah which is oh, crazy because so they're cheap. pretty pricey right now. They're the hot plant. When I yeah. was talking, I called um, a nursery, a local nursery here in LA, and I was like, hey, do you guys have String of Hearts by any chance? And they're like, we get our shipment on Tuesdays. Like, if you come on Tuesday, no guarantees, but we might have some. Like, everybody's oh trying to hop gosh. on this yeah. plant. And I was like, goodness wow. gracious, like, wait till it's, <laughs> until it's less competitive. Yeah. I don't want to fist fight for my String of Hearts, but yeah, yeah I got it. I got so lucky with my mom finding those from some random person just selling from their home. Totally. And yeah. they were they were tiny. Like, there wasn't any, like, actually hanging parts, really. Mm-hmm. I think the one that I got, she bought one for herself and one for me. Yeah. And the one that I took had, like, it was like a two-inch little hanging part. Okay. But everything else was just, like, leaves in a pot. Yeah. But now there's, like, five different hanging, like, long pieces. It's grown a lot. Oh, wow. But I was, I was saying, I was telling Emma earlier this morning that 
in like maybe another month we can take some cuttings off of it to yeah, propagate no, more for it, you guys. Let yeah. it grow. Yeah. Get mature before we cut Yeah. Them. We're gonna Definitely. propagate the crap out of it. <laughs> and then we sell them. them. I don't know. <laughs> you might see them. Giveaway. Giveaway. Oh, oh, giveaway. Oh. oh, that might be a thing we do. Maybe we yeah, maybe do we, we have to do a giveaways. giveaway with like a our own propagated from from our heart and from soul in Los Angeles, <laughs> like our patio. Yeah, <laughs> plants from the patio. That'd be yeah. kind of interesting. Yeah, that could be cool. Look, look, look forward to that. Yeah, because. yeah, maybe we'll we'll do that. That'd be fun. Well, so we've talked enough about first plants. plants. Should we move over to drinks? Ooh. First cocktail. Because this is an, uh, a cocktail hour this after all. This is a cocktail all. hour. <laughs> I mean, I'm almost out of my cocktail. <laughs> Emma needs How are to you catch up. up. Let's, uh, let's all... There we oh, go. I'm definitely okay. way... <laughs> I think I drew... I, like, talked a lot at the beginning and then just, like, listened to all your stories and was so like, just, uh-huh. like uh-huh. Uh-huh. <laughs> Oh, my gosh. Amazing. Uh-huh. Wow. <laughs> there was this really... Okay. I have to just say this. There okay. was this funny instagram post that someone i i don't know it must have been a tiktok i'm not on tiktok but mm-hmm. i love when people post tiktoks on instagram because yeah. yeah. i think it like feeds through all the trash <laughs> but it was something about an overactive listener and it was oh. like did you see yes, it? I I saw it. Oh my God. and i'm like yes. oh that is so me it's like the uh-huh. person who's like nodding yes, yes. Uh-huh. <laughs> No, no, no. And it's all about the, like, the shoulders. Like, <laughs> so yes. much body uh-huh. language. Uh-huh. <laughs> and I mean, I do that on the phone. Not not necessarily, like, the body language, but I'll be on the phone and I'm like, oh, uh-huh, uh-huh. And, yeah. But it, like, honestly messes up the conversation because you're, right. like, you're like, you're like, you're like, right, right. Yep, got it, totally. got it. 100%. And they're like, did you say something? Like, so- sorry, I missed that. And I'm like, no, 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 continue. I was just confirming what you were saying. I'm listening. I'm just so <laughs> with you right I now. I promise, like, I'm just, uh-huh, I'm on it. I'm on it. I'm there with you right now in the present. I'm just yes. showing you that I'm still there. Totally. <laughs> listening. So That's such a, funny. I feel like that kind of translates into different languages sometimes, too, because, like, some languages, it's normal to cut people off into, like, your next, like, thing to, like, kind of I hope it is, because I do that all the time. Yeah. Like, right now. I yeah. just did that. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. It's okay. I did. But then other people get really annoyed when you, like, yeah. don't let them finish what they're saying, so. I don't know. Are you Either annoyed way, I'm not annoyed. Okay. I'm not annoyed at all. No, no. <laughs> That's also kind of like how podcasts work. You sort of talk over each yeah. other until someone brings in something else that's a more entertaining yeah. or smarter. Because if, or you, just like... if you wait too long and to say what you want to yeah, say, yeah. the topic changes, and you're like, oh, you can I backtrack it. real quick to yeah, what right, I wanted yeah, to say? Yeah, totally. Like, yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. No. But me, as a podcast listener myself, because I love podcasts, I think podcasts will save the world, right? They will. <laughs> Save, save the, the world. world. I notice myself as I'm listening to podcasts yeah. going, uh huh, totally. <laughs> yes. I uh-huh. totally agree. 100 uh-huh. percent I, feel like I hear you. you hear me. <laughs> I hear you. I'm upstairs. I hear you like, yes. <laughs> yes. Uh-huh. You totally 100 oh, percent No, no, girl. It's the cheerleader no. in me from I'm like, dang, when. something's going on downstairs. <laughs> I'm like, that's it. Any good sermon, a message, so a TED talk, like I'm like, yes, I'm with you right now, one hundred percent. You're that so, person in church, like, amen. Oh, yeah. oh gosh, being from so a funny. quiet, tiny town in Minnesota, my mom was always that one, and I would just be like, Shh, please, I'm quiet. I'm a crippled like, can you stop? I'm a crippled teen. Do you I'm even know what you're amening to? <laughs> You're just amening all the time. Do you even listen to the story? Like, it's like, all right, guys, we're just all gonna do communion right now. Amen. Amen. Okay. Well, um, great. Also, let's just like praise Mary Beth for the bread that she made. Um, amen. Amen. And I'm like, do you even know Moment. what you're amening? Please. Oh you're gosh. the only voice That's out so of funny. all of the congregation of like. Like quiet Minnesotan small town. <laughs> it's the same thing with stand up comedy. I feel like the stand up comics there on stage, mm. like telling their story, and then there's someone from the crowd that's like, "Yes, like when I, that's me." Woo! Or like, has like a slightly higher pitched laugh. Yeah. Like everyone's like, uh, "Yes," and then someone else is like, uh, "Yes," and you're like, "Oh, shut up." <laughs> 
why are you not helping? <laughs> and the comic's like, uh, yeah, thanks. Um, it messes everyone yeah. up. <laughs> yeah. It messes them up. Anyway, Anyways, that's my tangent. tangent. From... Thank you for coming to my TED Talk. <laughs> Overactive <laughs> listeners. I'm back to work. Can you tell? I'm I like working tell. again. I'm working again. I'm so ready for this. Um, Quarantine is over. This Zoom meeting. <laughs> Me in a Zoom meeting. Yes. yes 100%. Yes. I have, I'm in. I've been that cramp from nodding. Yeah. I haven't been working for so long. I'm so ready. I'm just... I'm on it. I'm on it. 100%. What else can I do for you? I'd be happy to. Okay, I'll work 12 hours a day. Oh, no, God. make it 16. Yeah, I've been working nonstop 7 to 7. I've also been like off caffeine, but it's okay. We're great. I it's feel okay. great. I'm awesome. <laughs> that little tear went. <laughs> oh, you guys know I've been like trying to cut back from caffeine right. this week yeah. when this week is probably the week I should have been back. Need caffeine? Oh my god. You're like, I'll have my tea in the morning. I'm like, girl, you're not going to make it to like 10 a.m. It's not going to work. <laughs> That's when you throw you. in the truly at lunchtime. Yeah, yeah. Or the like ice cream cones that I ice bought cream, randomly. Yeah. Hold on. Ice cream cone talk. <laughs> Last night. When we had those ice cream cones, I forgot how much sugar affects me. I could not oh, sleep. Really? Because we had the ice cream cone with yeah. like an episode of New Girl right before bed. I was up. Oh, my heart was pounding. No. I could not sleep. Oh, I feel First so bad. <laughs> no, it's not your fault. I don't think sugar has ever really affected me that way. It, I don't know what it yeah. is. I mean, I don't get like wired. Yeah, I don't get wired by it's sugar. It's a new thing for me. Does it come with age? Oh, no. Is that something we'll look forward to in our old age? Is, Maybe. Uh, yeah. I don't, because that's like within the last year or two for me. I've mm-hmm. noticed sugar before bed. Yeah. And I cannot sleep. <laughs> I'm sorry. Oh, that's crazy. crazy. Also, I mean, can we talk about all the probiotics at Whole Foods that are loving? <laughs> anyway, no. Anyways. First cocktail. Uh, first okay. cocktail experience. Yolanda, tell me. Um... So I didn't really drink too much. I'm 28 now. I didn't start drinking until like a year or two ago. Right. Maybe two years ago. So it's fairly new to me. Despite being born in Russia. Yeah. Well, okay, okay. So back to being Russian. Okay, I did drink when I was like 12. From like bad influence cousins. Sure. But then after that, I stopped. Like sometime in middle school, I made that decision to stop. Mm-hmm. I didn't start drinking until recently. Um, but I hadn't ever been to a bar until I moved out to L.A. like a little over a year ago. Yeah. Oh. Um, I think my first cocktail that I can remember was maybe at the uh, uh, Tiki No. Which, no. Really? Yeah, it was oh. the night that me and Samara met. Wow. What? Really? Yeah. Oh, God. Um, that is so cool. For one of my coworkers' birthdays, when Elliot brought you. Oh yeah. Wow. Was that really the first time you guys had all gone out as like coworkers? The first that I can remember. Well, no, the very like first unofficial day that I was working, Whoa. we went to a game, gaming bar, okay. board game okay. bar. Mm-hmm. But I don't even remember what I had that night. Oh. So was um. your first cocktail then like a tiki drink? I think so. Okay. The very first one that I remember that I really loved was the Blue Hawaiian. Nice. And I still love it. It's a good drink. So the Blue Hawaiian. Blue Hawaiian. That's the first I can remember. And favorite? Is that your favorite cocktail? Do you have a favorite? Should we come back to you? Yeah. (laughs) Favorites. I don't know. I can't choose a favorite. That's hard because I have a few favorites. Right. Some like go-tos. If you're going to a bar that you've never been to before and it's like a full bar, what do you order? Do you have like any go-tos? That's when I panic order. <laughs> I you panic order, order what's on their menu. No, it's like I think about it as I'm like getting up there to order, and then last second, no matter what I've chosen, uh-huh. last yeah. second, it's always something completely random. Yeah. <laughs> like uh, panic. Whatever it is. Um, vodka soda. No. <laughs> I mean, I really, really love the your whiskey, sour? whiskey sours. Yeah. They're so it, good. Do you, you think most like bars would have whiskey yeah. sours? Yeah. Oh yeah, it's a very common. Cocktail. See, the problem is I don't know what's common mm, and yeah. what's, like, specialty. That's true. Well, I'm excited. Yeah. The more episodes we do, the more mm-hmm. we can uh, discover, discover our more. Because yeah. the whiskey sour is super good, but um, I really love the Ace of Spades. From the Federal? Yeah. That's a that good That was really drink. good. Yeah. 
that actually so the federal is probably one of my favorite places so far that i've been to in la and they have some cocktails that use elderberry liqueur and Mm. one of the first cocktails that i ever had had elderberry liqueur in it actually like so i didn't drink until i was like 21 and a half technically Mm. um because i went to a university that was like a dry campus and i wanted to follow Mm. the rules Mm -hmm. i was also an ra so i was like i'm not gonna participate until it's like legal and correct so i the time that i was like officially off contract and it was like chill i was in london so i have a not gonna flex but I kind (laughs) of have an epic first drink story (laughs) because I was uh in London with my friend after a little bit of like a school trip type of thing we'd been traveling all over the place we go to London and I was like I want to have my first cocktail in Europe because I think it'll be a good story Mm -hmm. and we had gone to um Phantom of the Opera at Her Majesty's Theater in London which is like the original theater that Phantom of the Opera played at to my understanding so we went to this beautiful production like cried our eyes out watching Phantom of the Opera still one of my favorites to this day I love Phantom and then we like went all over London like you know traveling doing your thing touring and um there's this area in London called Covet Gardens which I know is kind of touristy but it's still like really quaint and cute and there was this little brunch spot and I was like do you guys have mimosas like do you have mimosas here that's the first cocktail (laughs) that was the first cocktail is that still like considered a cocktail you know a mimosa is like all it is is orange juice and champagne or prosecco right so it's like to me that was my first alcoholic drink that I had ever tried before Mm. but I consider my first like mixed cocktail was in Amsterdam after so I was in London and then I went to Amsterdam and that was where I had the elderberry cocktail Mm. that was probably one of the best cocktails I've ever had in my life so we'll have to recreate it yeah I don't know what was exactly in it but I'll I'll try I'll come up with something that was okay so Mm -hmm. you can just call it the Amsterdam the Amsterdam cocktail I cannot say Amsterdam Amsterdam yeah and then of course I went to France so then on occasion we would have like um uh, cassis cocktails which is the i have come to cassis still here oh, yeah. at the house from france just a, a liqueur super thick super fancy liqueur, so, yeah. do not what touch that this drink just soda or um no i mix it with like uh like a champagne or prosecco or something okay. and just something like sparkly wine yeah kind of thing okay. usually yeah that's what my host mom would tell us we had to drink after school sometimes. <laughs> that's a good time. What a so, fun experience. So yeah, it was a very fun experience. Awesome. And it wasn't like, you know, crazy. I never had more than one drink. Like, we were safe in a foreign country. I gotcha. wasn't going to, like, go mm-hmm. crazy and yeah. be irresponsible. But I, I did partake in the alcoholic yeah. bed <laughs> in, alcohol- in, in Europe. <laughs> you got to be fancy. Yeah. Be fancy. Yep. Experience there. I mean, because, like, do we adopt a lot of the same cocktails that, like other countries have i mean you would know because you've been i mean yeah there are some places you know that have like pretty iconic cocktails to their whatever heritage you know dynasties whatever like Mm -hmm. certain countries are more popular for certain liquors and stuff like that but america is very creative with their cocktails like i I think america we're more creative very creative i I don't know i feel like mixology itself is Uh this is just my opinion like people who are professional bartenders and all this stuff are maybe cringing but i think that (laughs) americans are just really creative with their cocktails there's some other countries and like some of the big competitions for bartenders that are of course creative but i think at the end of the day america's just like i don't know what else could we throw in here and they just you know mix it up and let's set it on fire and let's let's make it faster let's make it sexier let's add a different glass let's whatever so Mm. I think it's kind of cool, the, yeah, the art fun. behind it. But That's fun. It was definitely a funny experience because in Amsterdam, the bar that we went to was kind of like a a grill in a way so I was kind of homesick at this point because I'd been there for like a month Mm -hmm. and this is the longest that I'd ever been out of the states and like away I was only with my friend Alex if you're listening you are a great travel buddy um (laughs) but the two of us like two young girls in Europe by ourselves you know in Amsterdam and we kind of were looking for a little bit of home I think at this point Mm -hmm. and so we found this like garage door exposed grill so it kind of reminded me of like an american Mm -hmm. like hamburger joint right so we went there and then on the menu was this elderberry cocktail and i was like i have to try this oh have fun so i had a cocktail and a burger Mm -hmm. that's all very american (laughs) yeah i love it so do you have a favorite cocktail a favorite cocktail 
Oh, it's so hard. I mean, I feel like my go-to if I'm going to uh-huh. grab a drink somewhere or whatever is always the gin and tonic. Gin and tonic. I love the gin tonic. and tonic. It's very classic, clean, easy, hard to mess up. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Nothing I don't think I've fully experienced a gin and tonic yet. I don't I'll think I have one. either. Yeah. Okay, I'll yeah. Maybe I'll that'll be on one. the menu, the next even drink. though it's just like a... It's just a, gin and it's, tonic, it's right? It's just gin, tonic, yeah. and two, some lime. Two things? Okay. Yeah. I love it especially because of the story that goes behind it, which, I mean, I can We'll talk about it during yeah, the gin and tonic episode. Yeah, the gin and tonic episode, yeah. That will be matched with whatever plant fits yeah. the story. <laughs> Maybe a juniper well. plant. <laughs> oh, okay. Juniper Because <laughs> gin is made of juniper. Oh, oh. Okay, interesting. Yes, I like it. Anyways, yeah. Okay. Well, I mean, I don't know. I don't remember the first time I had a cocktail growing up in, you know, middle of nowhere, Minnesota. Everyone just drank, like, their parents' beers and the hard ciders, like, Mm -hmm. growing up. And when I was in college, I was also part of a, you know, Christian university, dry campus. But I I would go out to restaurants and have, like, a beer or, like, go to my brother's who was (laughs) – he is two years older than me, so I'd go over to his house and we'd, like, have a beer, have, like, a smoke in our pipes because we were – we thought we were cool and, like, oh, (laughs) C.S. Lewis and let's talk about literature. (laughs) Um, But, no, I don't know. Cocktails, I can't – I can't really remember, but I do remember – I think one of the first experiences being at, like, a real bar yeah. was in Los Angeles. And my sister was in town because she lives in Santa Barbara. And she was downtown with a friend of hers at this uh, bar called Seven Grand, okay. which is, I think, supposed to be mainly a whiskey bar. Ooh. Um, so I went downtown with, like, two guy friends. Sure. So, ooh, fun. Yeah. Guy friends. Um, <laughs> and I had my first, like, whiskey cocktail. And Ooh. I don't remember exactly what it was. It kind of tasted a little minty. Huh. But I think I've always been a fan of, like, the harder, darker liquors. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. whiskeys, scotch. I-, I think my go-to and favorite drinks would be either, like, Moscow Mule or an Old Fashioned. An Old Fashioned. Like old I lo- fashions, yeah. I mean, I love this whiskey sour just because yeah. like whiskey is great i don't mind just putting a little bit of whiskey on the rocks drinking mm. that straight up <laughs> nice i mean i mean i'm like i'm a heart like i'm a beer fan like i right. like mm-hmm. dark fears dark beers i don't <laughs> fears watch how y'all talk i like dark fears and beers what <laughs> Dark beers. Whoa, I think that was my subconscious saying something. Getting real what? deep, real quick. <laughs> no. Um, no, I mean, like, yeah, the dark, like, milky, like, stouts yeah. and mm-hmm. stuff. Yeah, I'm definitely, you know. Dark beers. I'm sorry, I can't go. You definitely been like, here, try my beer, and I'm like, whoo, yeah. that's a. I'm like, that's beer. That was like uh, last, oh, yeah. night. last night. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I couldn't finish that, unfortunately. But, um,. Yeah, I, I think I've always just been, like, a harder, mm-hmm. darker... Or, would you consider scotch and, like, whiskey a, a dark liquor? Like, what do yeah, you Yeah, I guess it would be kind of, like, a dark liquor. Because it's not, okay. like, a gin or a, a vodka right, or something right. that's, like, clear or yes. light. And, yeah. and uh, like, tequila. Yeah, mm-hmm. tequila would be, you know, okay. like, a lighter liquor. And the, the darker ones tend to have that, like, uh, sometimes, I guess, in, in very general speaking, have that kind of smoky, full-bodied mm-hmm. type of taste. Gotcha, gotcha. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so, no, I think that was my first experience. Like, being at a cool whiskey bar, there was, like, jazz music playing. It's so cool. It's all kind of hazy, and people are playing pool, and we're downtown L.A., and I was like, ooh, whiskey is great. It's a good, just, like, it feels like home Mm. when I drink or something. Yeah, I feel like the atmosphere really very does it, too. Husky? Is that what the word? Kind of, like, musky? Musky, smoky, yeah. Uh, it just you can't beat it and then if you do like pair it with a <laughs> with like a pipe like a smoking pipe or something <laughs> tobacco tobacco yeah. with tobacco i don't smoke heavily like i don't condone smoking but like i love i have a pipe that i bought at the renaissance festival yeah I'm a nerd but like, every <laughs> once in a while it's just like a nice 
bit of tobacco. It's such like an image, a, you know, like the the tobacco cigar, oh, like it's the so pipe with the whiskey. Yeah, and the, it's a whole experience. The big lounges yeah. with the I, leather I seating. I want to live that know. experience. Kind of like, like I, a mobster vibe, like old Hollywood mobsters. Mm-hmm. Right, situation. or just like, you know, sit in the presence of a bunch of smart old scholars and yeah. you're just like wearing like a satin yeah. red Ponder dress and like philosophy. tell me everything about this marxism <laughs> like please let's chat and i'm like smoking my my pipe and like drinking my whiskey yeah it's such a such a vibe like, yeah, totally a vibe. yeah 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 uh, one day. So one I mean, day. we did that a couple nights ago, right? I, I mean, out here in the patio. Yeah. We, patio. I, I shared some of my tobacco. We had a pipe night. Yeah, a pipe night. You know, a little, little goûter, as the French say, a little taste. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Definitely. Yeah. I, I mean, I think it's so funny because in America, you know, their drinking age is 21. Not everybody is 21 when they have their first drink. Um, but sometimes it's, like, hyped up to be such a big deal. Yeah. And so if we're talking about our first episode, we're talking about our first plants we ever had, mm-hmm. and this is a cocktail hour, I thought it's it first. was kind of fun to talk mm-hmm. about, like, our first... Um, I guess, you know, as we continue to do these episodes and we continue to ponder more things than just first, uh, we get into um, more, you know, different types of topics... The name of our podcast is Rootbound, and it talks, like, as far as what the dictionary says about being rootbound and what plants experience when they're rootbound, is that, like, kind of suffocating, encapsulated feeling, Mm -hmm. and I think trying new things definitely helps you feel like you can break out of some of those types of feelings um and in quarantine I've definitely felt like trying new things and starting new things, Mm -hmm. like, why not now? It's, it's like, Mm -hmm. when you don't have to go to work every single day you think what, what am I doing why, why aren't I trying this I've always wanted to try this or I have this random skill why not create an Etsy shop like you've got it's now or never let's, yeah. like, let's just do it so this has definitely been a season of firsts for me um, and I think it's cool that we're starting this journey too and we'll kind of see where it goes um, I think at the end of the day we can kind of commemorate first and and cheer each other on when it comes to like trying something new even if it's like kind of scary or weird mm-hmm. um but at this point as we're like t- start of uh, starting to transition into work what do you think is like I guess for me like the new things that I want to get going on and working on is like not only this podcast but creating more content mm-hmm. personally and just like not really caring what other people think at the end of the day just saying you know I'm gonna make it because I think it's cool and I think it's interesting and Mm -hmm. put it out there um and that's kind of what being an artist I guess is at the end of the day like I just need to make it and get it going what do you guys think is like your your diving into the pool as far as first go into this new season uh, I mean, I definitely during quarantine has been uh, one of the biggest things I've been kind of keeping busy with is an Etsy shop yeah. as well. I've always considered myself a, an artist in a lot of ways, and I wanted to eventually use my artistry to, like, sell what I make. Um, but then it was like, well, do I want to sell art or do I want to sell products? Like, do I want to have a whole brand? Like, what what does that look like? So. Yeah. I think creating what m- my brand now is, which is Waymade Wares, has been like a really uh, on Etsy. Waymade, it's on Etsy, <laughs> uh, and that just started out with candles. But originally, I wasn't thinking about making candles. I wanted to make like different furniture pieces yeah. and like decor, like paintings and photographs and or like prints and frames and stuff. And um, but I was like, okay, I need to make something that's a little smaller scale. And I think. Uh, candles just came to mind because I love candles mm-hmm. and who doesn't love candles totally. so that that's been one of the biggest first was just starting something that I feel like I completely own you yeah. know and creating everything from scratch and knowing that people like actually want the things that I make because so much of being a creative and an artist you make things but you're not necessarily sure if people want <laughs> what you totally. make or yeah or even care like I don't, I don't know I mean making videos and film we're out here yeah. I mean Emma you and I are out here for filmmaking you're out here you're also in the, the industry Yelena um so a lot of our like creativity and art artistry has been in sort of like this 
imagination on non-tangible realm yeah like video and photography mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. in social media etc so it's it's just nice to like create a tangible yeah. physical object that other people can enjoy from themselves mm-hmm. and that so that's been like a a really nice thing yeah. <laughs> to just latch on to and have this have this other part of me that's not mm-hmm. just all about like creating art and expression and yeah. feeling you know yeah it's a whole different like satisfaction at the end of the yeah. day of like doing physical work and like right. seeing the finished product yeah yeah and like being yeah. a 3d technician mm-hmm. like you create things and then you see it actually be printed and come to yeah. life when yeah. like if you make a, um, a film or a, a song or whatever it is you see it come to life but you don't see that actual product mm-hmm. yeah and I think like making macrame hangers like for me I learned how to do like yarn weaving and stuff from my grandma and it just kind of translated into macrame but doing things with my hands cured some of my like anxiety yeah. and I was feeling yeah. really anxious and seeing a product finished and then having someone who wants to buy <laughs> it like that's just crazy to me mm-hmm. and I think it helps to foster the creative process like mm-hmm. I like use the idea make it happen construct it and create it and get it finished and send it out there mm-hmm. and that's yeah. so hard to do as a creative if you're like a, a book writer or if you work in film or music or whatever to get that product finished it's yeah. almost nice to have that side hobby where you're like I make and then I finish and it's physical and it's done to mm-hmm. encourage the other bits yeah. of the creative process yeah. it's something quick and that you can make wholly by yourself yeah with film and even photography, like, you kind of need a team. You need a team, yeah. And that's hard to do during quarantine. Because <laughs> we can't all be Social together distance, at the same all time. the rules, like, oh, yeah. Definitely. Yeah, so just being able to, like, make something by yourself and see it come together. Yeah. That's been really helpful. Mm-hmm. Yeah. What about you, Yelena? Do you feel like any firsts coming into I mean, season? moving in with you guys. Like, I don't think yeah. I've ever had, like, roommates, roommates like this before. Yeah. So, and honestly, I'm so blessed. I could never have asked for better roommates. Yay, you guys are so amazing. Nice. I love you guys so much. <laughs> podcast. Podcast yeah. is the first. Yeah. Well, I feel like you guys really pushed me to work hard. And, like, oh. seeing you guys so motivated to do your things, and, like, it it encourages me and motivates me to work harder. That is the sweetest so thing. Sweet. She hasn't said this outside <laughs> of the podcast. I've never said this before. No. <laughs> it takes a podcast to share <laughs> true feelings. Wow. <laughs> I mean, we, for a long time, didn't think this was going to happen. There was a lot of issues going into quarantine about, like, living situations. Mm -hmm. Yeah. We we had an original roommate before Yelena who got her own apartment. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So it was like, okay, are we all moving out? Like, Yeah, me and Samara were looking for our own place. Right. Just the two of us. Does that mean Emma would have to fill two spaces? Like, that's just, oh my goodness. It It was... It was a mess. It was, <laughs> yeah. It was a really stressful. struggle. <laughs> yeah. But we're here today. All that during a pandemic. During yeah. a pandemic, yeah, yeah. We didn't really understand. And, you know, no jobs. Nothing. People didn't, yeah. you know, we didn't have yeah. jobs, and a lot of people were like, how am I going to pay rent? And some of us, like, for me, having two roommates out of the three spots, like, move out, I was like, how am I going to pay rent yeah, for, for other people? three people? Like, I don't know what's going to happen, yeah. you know? And so many people were leaving L.A., and I'm so happy that, like, you guys decided to move into the house and stuff. Mm-hmm. And, and, and stay because I probably wouldn't have been able to stay in LA, which I love. So well, we want you to stay. Yeah. And we want <laughs> to continue so doing this podcast absolutely. and having yeah. our cocktail happy it, hours. It yeah. worked out absolutely perfectly. Like, yes. Yeah. Totally. <laughs> That's it. awesome. Well, you know, we should um, kind of get wrapping up here. I mean, at the end of the day, this is only the first episode, and there's <laughs> a lot more where this came from. We got so much to talk about. <laughs> absolutely. If you love podcasts and believe they'll save the world just like we do, please subscribe and give us a review wherever you get your pods. You can find us on Instagram at The Rootbound Podcast and subscribe to our Patreon to get exclusive content like the video recordings of our episodes, which we call Plant POV. You can also write us on socials or at therootboundpodcast at gmail.com to ask us questions or to give us plant advice. Yeah, and at the end of the day, we're just plant enthusiasts and we're learning just like y'all, so tips and tricks are always welcome.
Don't forget to check out our website, therootboundpodcast.com, which has our episode show notes. In the show notes, we include topics discussed in the episode, like the featured plant, tips and tricks, and links to our favorite resources. We also list the recipe for each episode's cocktail that Emma creates. That way you can drink along with us. Drink responsibly, of course. (laughs) You can also find us individually. I'm at Emma R. Lead on social platforms. Where can we find you, Samara? You can find me on Instagram at Samara underscore Elke 9. And Yelena? You can find me on all socials at Yelena Ivy. Thank you for listening. Cheers! Cheers.